There's a countdown. And oh yeah, there's a line. I feel this is surprisingly low budget. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Intercut Insider Live podcast. This is episode 155. Who's ready for a Christmas vacation? <laughs> I am. Intercut Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercut's official travel agency and the Disney vacation experts. They've been with us for pretty much all of our 25 years, just about. Um, be sure to use them on your next vacation to Walt Disney World. Just want to say hello to everybody. Uh, this is John. We are here with the Nation of Canada. Jen with us tonight. Hi, Jen. Oh, ho. Oh, ho. Just oh, you. Oh, ho. Hostess ho Ho, I don't know. Wait, do you have hosts? I don't know, Margo. How have we gotten this far off before? Like, the shows, we've only been on for like 40. Seconds. Little I, Debbie cupcakes in Canada already. are called ho hos. Ho hos. No, we have ho hos here too. Are they? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. They're like little chocolate cupcakes. Yeah, yeah. They're we got apocalypse food. Sure, we, we got the ho hos, but we do have tasty cakes uh, <laughs> down here as well. Carolyn, also from Canada, the great country of Canada, to our north. Hello. Swigging the Pepsi instead of a instead of a uh, two four. Yeah, no, just Pepsi this evening. No six-pack and two-fours? No, not today. <laughs> They're with the partridge in the pear tree. Okay. See, that's what we should have played. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been better. We, we like right. rewind and go back Start to over. the beginning Start of over. the show. And, and, and we can't. We're live. We, we can finish oh. with that. That's yeah, we'll use that as our ride out. Okay, very good. And there you go from uh, uh, the uh, state of Florida down there, right in front of the Epcot Globe, literally. Yes. Uh, it is Ian <laughs> Mitchell. Up. Yeah, he's just setting up. Sets up a chair. Yeah, he's just sitting out in front, out in front of the Epcot, looking, yeah. admiring the new signage, apparently, because mm -hmm. that's breaking news. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. news. Oh yeah, the entrance sign. They the entrance to the, the, to the blue ones. Yeah. yeah, the monorail, the new monorail sign with, and it's just great. It's fantastic. Well, they also the changed news. the just. Well, here we can add some more breaking news. They also changed the parking signs. So as you're pulling in. They're now that new blue, not the purple. With all the uh, the the new uh, sort of uh, Epcot, it's the it's the looks the same sort of as the old Epcot font, but yeah, uh, there's actually bit. a new font that yes. they have created. I believe it's Comic Sans. No, <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> Papyrus. It's sure? called Prototype. There used to be a, a mm. font called Prototype or Prototype Community that was developed, and Comic then there's. Sans. Apparently, some new variant of that. That's wow! Font talk. I think it's B two. I think it's B two A. It's the Omicron. It's the Omicron variant of the. Did I say variant? You did say variant. You sure did. It's welcome in, Patty. Hello. All right. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. And so, yeah. Hey, welcome to the holiday edition of the Intercot Insider live podcast uh it's uh, december 11th uh we're, we're pretty much almost in the coasting zone you know once you get past about the 15th of the month it's it's I sort of like right in 
like crazy this weekend. Did I'm you? all done my baking. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because because I I'm gonna say I baked now. Because like yeah. I actually put the ingredients in the pan. My wife had already done the stuff and she's like, can you just dump the, the brownie step batter in the bottom? And then, okay, now put the, the uh, Oreos on top of that and then that spread counts. the cheesecake stuff on top. That sounds then, like a lot of work to me. Oh, yeah. That's totally baking. So that was baking, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. So when, so when we have our holiday party, I can say I baked. Right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. No, as opposed to I am baked. You know, while we're on the subject of, of <laughs> men doing tasks that would maybe traditionally be oh, considered. Boy. Okay. Uh-huh. The, the views of and Ian Mitchell letters. do not necessarily no, no, I said those traditionally. of the Inuk Out Insider podcast, Bubble Vest Communications. Could we just get to the, to the story the before company. we get all dirty? <laughs> had to get a so disclaimer. John, you tell me if this would annoy you. Mm-hmm. So I am... Like I'm Mr. Cr- I love Christmas. We decorate every year. I'm like totally yeah, same Christmas. Here. And one thing I will never compromise on, I do it every year. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how many other losers don't do it. I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah, I send losers. out Christmas cards. Okay. To my right? friends and family. Yeah. They get Christmas cards. That's I've got them sitting the on the ground Christmas right here. season. Yep. So uh-huh. I, you know, went on to Walgreens. I picked out the designs. Mm. I nothing but the picked best. Out, the, picked out the photos that went on right. the on okay. The, uh, you know, right. I, so then they show up, right? right. Oh wait, okay. hold on. They show up, and then they got to be like you know addressed and stamped and sealed. And so I did. I stamped them and I addressed them and I sealed them. And I'm feeling it. You know, all, it's sixty cards, man. Like it's okay. A lot that's of work, a lot. Right? Very nice. A decent amount of work. Yeah. So good, good. so. Mm-hmm. My our friends down here, they get our card, and the mom sends Trish a thank you. I'm in a group text with her, and she doesn't send it to the group text. She oh, just sends it to Trish. That it was Trish. Now, see, Story. you women, you always like to accuse oh, us men of being. Sexist, here we go again. But here. I'm just saying <laughs> that we're reverse that, sexist. You're not all that perfect either. So reverse sexism <laughs> Good. <is a> thing. <laughs> I was like really mad because, wow. like, dude, seriously, it's like got to be five, six hours worth of work, by, oh, all oh. in, like. <laughs> And I was feeling it, slighted. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, why yeah. would you just say? I mean, it's like, if you thank both of us, I'm oh, not going to be like, I'm not George Costanza. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say I bought the big salad, not Trish, but like, at least give me <laughs> a thank you. Salad. Put it in the group it was chat. A big salad. <laughs> like, put, put it in the group chat. It, yeah. You know, we have it's, one. I'm in a group chat. Thank you guys for the card or something. Yeah. I think it was just the generic, uh, Trish, meaning the collective you. I don't know. <laughs> I, en- I will the say entity though, that is the if, Mitchells. If in my house, not mm-hmm. your house, obviously, but in my house, okay. if there was going to be someone send out cards, it would be me or it yeah. would be me telling Mike. Save in mind. I would be telling Mike to do it. So then- I would do it all and then say, go put these in the mailbox. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying well, though. Like, no, I, I know. Like I appreciate that you, know that you did saying? that. That's I know I mean. that is impressive, and I don't even get recognition for it. You're a good egg, Nunan. Well, you have just told the world, and for that, yeah. we salute you. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. I'm going to be in trouble. Going to get a text message. <laughs> You're going to texting. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for airing my uh, <laughs> my dirty laundry. I'm not- 
and her name again. What was her name? Yeah. What was it? Was the neighbor's name? Who name name and address? You? Yeah. <laughs> who name slighted you? I'm not going to name names. Uh, they shall not be named. I don't now, name Now names. Ian's getting worried. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nah, yeah, now, suddenly suddenly he had a moment of clarity. It that would like, require that she actually listen to this he's podcast. He's and, complaining. Were you no talking about FedEx? You a, had a beef with Oh, oh yeah. Oh, John oh, was beefing my, with FedEx. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. Twitter, so, John has a Twitter beef. So look, yeah, Twitter beef. Yes, for those who follow along with my personal account on the Twitters, not the Intercot one. I did, I did not put it out on that. But, but yeah, like so. Look, okay. Let, let's be honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna level the playing field right here. Because, you know, by the way, folks. Yeah, sometimes we don't talk about Disney that much, but we'll get to it. We, we, we will promise at some we will. Point. Yeah, at some point, <clears throat> this is more than that. It's, it's the, the morning airing zoo of the of grievances. It's the, airing, yeah, it's yeah, the it's annual the airing of the grievances. Of the grievances. <laughs> yes, I love it. That was genius. All right, so. Feats of so, strength next. This needs so, to become yeah. an annual tradition. <laughs> so, I, uh, all right, some background. So, uh, earlier this year, I sold my. Ho dancing holiday light spectacular right to a uh, ranch in texas all right so i went down there set it up it, it, it's a long story to tell you a short story but went down there set it up and as i was setting up i got a case of the verklemps when i saw my former holiday light spectacular actually set up the way it was two years ago when I last set it up. Cause it's been in storage for two years, understand. And at, at some point I finally decided, all right, I really need to sell this. It, it's that big folks. I mean, if you want to look it up, look up Yaglinski family dancing holiday light spectacular on the internet, you'll find the site. It, it was that big. It was so the Urbana Merlin version <clears throat> of the Osborne lights. It was. And, and then it was the Hilton Head version, which we did here for two years as well. But that and was so, like a smaller version, right? Like, No, it's the, the same. It's the same show. It's just really? different, uh, different different format. Like it was wide as opposed to long. So we had to configure it differently. Got right. It. But anyway, sold it to them, got it set up. My heart was like hurting as I watched it dancing again and remembering or how good it felt else. i know like it was yeah there was a part of me that was really sad about that right so so i went and got home and decided you know what i'm gonna do some decorating to make me happy right take some of the money that what i sold it for and so i went out and bought some wireframes and stuff like that and the last piece of the puzzle kind of has been like decorating some trees and my deck and things like that so i went online and bought these things that are called twinkly have you have you heard about the twinkly lights yeah well the lights okay. are not twinkling clark well the twinkly lights are these kind of computerized lights that you can animate like and oh, yeah, collect yeah. together and they do like Stuff. crazy stuff with yeah it's it's yeah the brand name is twinkly yeah yeah I know yeah so yeah as opposed to them just being twinkly lights um so i i ordered them and as luck would have it uh as we call it the uglensky toc touch of crap um <laughs> that anything that uglensky's touch turns to crap um it <laughs> <laughs> and we could talk later about flight and travel delays on this and package well. luck too. Uh, so in fact, so I, I got in three packages of these twinkly lights. I was going to put around my deck and two of the three were defective. Oh no, no, no Dude, joke. that's not just you. So if you, uh, then there's a TOM. Cause I, 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 <laughs> okay. I had the same problem. I bought, I bought two strands of lights for, cause this house is like 
we had to decorate it totally different than the house. Yes, and, uh, which I've PA, actually so. seen the Casa de la yes, Mitchell. Casa de la Mitchell. And, yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we, I bought a whole set, brand new set of lights last year. I yeah. took them out. They're a year old. I took them out this year. None of them work. They're all broken. Are they incandescent or LED? LED. Okay, well then I can't help you. I was gonna yeah, give weird. you a little tr a tip on the Lightkeeper Pro. And they actually make them for LEDs, but it's too much of a pain. Um, all right. So anyway, yeah. So I had to RMA them back. The company was great. Uh, ChristmasDecorators.com. And by the way, not getting paid by them or anything, but they had some great sales going on, and I RMA'd them back to them. What does RMA and, mean? Return. Oh, return merchandise authorization. Uh, oh, send okay. them back. Right. Right. Thanks for Most asking, people just say returned. Yeah, so I returned them to. <laughs> okay, I'm not most people. Have you not noticed that? All right, and they were great. Uh, they got back to me right away, said, uh, yeah, it sounds like those are out. I sent them a video or whatever of what they were doing, and they were like, yeah, that doesn't sound right. Sent it back to her. I said, you know, dudes, it's Christmas time, and I really want to get these lights out. Is there any way I can pay for them in advance, or can I just return these and buy the other ones, whatever? They were like, no, no, no. You know what? As soon as we see it going back to us via FedEx, we'll ship them out. And they did, which was great. Okay. Until the point where now those lights were supposed to come back to me on Friday. <laughs> and the tracking said it would be tracking said would be delivered by FedEx by Friday. Came into Port Wentworth, Georgia. FedEx Friday would be here by end of day. Loaded on the truck. It said first in transit and then it said out for delivery. Okay. So John was making plans for like, a weekend. All right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm going to, I need three sets of lights for my back thing, blah, 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 to do that. It's going to be great. Things are going to be fantastic. Friday comes, goes, no lights. I go back and look and it says they're in transit again. So they're not, they're not out for delivery now. They're in transit. And I then mean, they say they're going to be arriving. Worst status ever. I, yeah. I know. Well, wait, wait. they're in transit. It, it gets better. I know they're in transit. Like, <laughs> what does that do for me in transit? But in transit usually mean in FedEx speak, tra in transit means it's in transit to the facility where it's going to be out I then think in this for case, delivery. In transit on a means truck. they don't know where they, it is. Well, no, they actually have a status that says we don't know where this packages oh, I, well, know that, yeah, I know I that i know that one of my packages last year had that status oh when i went to check You're the tracking number it was this. like you know california denver colorado wherever and then it the next message was unfortunately we have lost track of this package we will update you just as soon as we locate well, it we haven't gotten to that point but we might as well almost be there so okay so it goes back right then the next day I'm waiting and I'm figuring, all right, well, a day late. I get it. You know, they're understaffed. It's this time holidays. of year, they're sending out trucks that aren't even FedEx trucks. They're like, you know, rider moving vans and stuff show up with, you know, people in FedEx t-shirts like that. They're obviously hired on to do it this time of year. And I was like, okay, fine. They'll, it'll show up. Well, come and go. End of the day. No. And then what does it say on there? It says, Weather delay. Oh, weather delay. Like, I'm like, there where, came what am I in the Northeast or something? This package is in Georgia. I am in Hilton Head Island. We literally could almost go out to the beach today. Come on. 
All right. So it's in the 60s. Maybe there was like a couple little sprinkles, whatever. Okay, great. So weather delay. All right. So then I contact FedEx. They buy just it. make stuff up. I, I'm convinced of it. No, I'm they do. I mean, I'm they absolutely. definitely do. So I've I had think, a mark packages delivered that they never delivered, and then it showed up like four days later. Okay, so they, we can talk about that too, because I totally had that happen. They just do it for the metrics. Like I, no, hundred percent. So the, the the person on the other end who's actually paying for the delivery doesn't start squawking right, about yeah, how come absolutely. my package isn't delivered. So they make up this kind of stuff. So basically it doesn't show up yesterday. I I tweet out a little tweet storm on my uh at, at level best account. And by the way, don't follow me unless you want like Dayton Flyer news and me complaining about stuff. Okay, I'm just saying. But if you want to look at it, it's He's fine. Not lying, just so you know. I'm just seriously. I mean, like when Dayton's playing, it, it becomes yeah, just basketball tweets. Okay, I'm just being honest. Follow at Intercut. Okay. Anyway, so I I you know post at FedEx help. This is not being delivered. What's going on? Where's my package? You're holding it hostage. Blah blah blah. Uh, and they get back to me and say, No, no. Okay. Well, we've looked into it, John, and yeah, what right. we see is it never actually made it onto the trucks the last two days. So basically, they admitted they were lying about the weather delay. First of all, okay. <laughs> so, which was great. And then they were like, rest assured, it is, I've, I've been told it's on the truck today and it will be delivered tonight. Well, it's 8 18 p.m. Eastern Coast time, East Coast time here uh, in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. My package has not been delivered. So, don't they have I, till like 10 p.m.? I always see that. I, I mean, that could be, but literally, you know, if it shows up during the podcast, I will give them credit. It will uh, for having shown up. But uh, I, I, you know, it's. It, I would recommend not holding your breath. <clears throat> right, man. exactly. So, oh. but but if it gets delivered tomorrow, literally, that'll be four days delayed. That it yeah. was. It's right. And they're. I drove lights. through Port Wentworth on my way home from the Savannah International Airport the other day. Yourself. It's literally over there, like thirty yeah. minutes down I the know. road. It's hard to believe how inept. And the thing is, it's not just <laughs> delivery companies. It's every company. Everybody I deal with anymore is just god-awful. Like, it's just – it's like they've just utterly given up on even the pretext of, like, you know, customer service. They I just don't think they, they take turns of being awful. Like, so for a while it was oh. like UPS was awful. Oh, and then specifically. And then FedEx now is on a roll. But I've had the same thing like you. Like, I had medicine – like I, I, you know, I take a medicine I can't live without. Okay, legitimately, um, after my thyroid cancer surgery, like I don't have a thyroid, so I get my medicine because freaking insurance is so expensive. I get it on the other side of the country, like in the middle of nowhere, and it and it gets sent to me. Well, it got sent via FedEx and got caught in the same almost loop of three days. And then what did they do? They left it literally sitting out on the other side of the gate, a hundred yards from my house <laughs> because the driver was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to actually press in the, the scorching in. heat that changes the yeah, composition. Which is yeah, probably yeah, exactly. <laughs> thyroid meds probably. You should, you should sue them and, and uh, claim that you had a thyroid event because uh, <laughs> no I'm just, an incident. Why? 
What is what is going? Yeah, give on? them give them a give tell them that you had an incident while you were in transit and it was- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? It's funny. I, I just wonder, right? So we have such a hard time. There's like 11 million unfilled jobs or something like that in the United States right now, right? So I'm like, how None how do you even anyone wants, by the way? I don't know about that. But okay, we, we can make that argument. But anyway, the the point being, like you wonder why are there so many jobs unfilled and the whole nine yards and why everywhere you go, why there's no customer service or there's nobody wanting to work. Well, I mean, we're out to dinner with friends of ours tonight and, and maybe this is happening more than, than I know, but uh, she said, yeah, you know what? So I got let go from my job or whatever recently. And then I went to file for unemployment and found out that somebody else had filed as me last year. I'm like, what? Oh, that's weird. Like what? Oh, that's bad. Uh, like is is this maybe how everybody's just sitting around on their couch eating Cheetos, doing nothing, watching Judge Judy? I mean, it, it I, just, I just want to know. I mean, you know how bad the government is at monitoring where they put money. Didn't they just claim they lost like twelve billion dollars or something? Well, yeah, like, the Department of Defense has no idea yeah. where like twelve billion dollars is. Well, the it's, Department of Defense loses program. money. I just assume that it they, they <laughs> right exactly they Area Fifty One. Yeah, something. that's pretty much what <laughs> I figured. Pretty much where um, it is. If you look there, Patrick says that in situations like that, oh. you can always have the customer service rep contact the hub where it's at and ask if you can pick it up. So maybe. Well, hey, Patrick, thank you so much about that. Yeah, actually, I mean, I've talked to them, but the problem is when they say it's actually on the truck, then supposedly it's on the truck and it's like in this loop. And then I would, in most cases, I had assumed that it would actually actually show up the next day. Like, I mean, I was giving them some leeway. Look, I know it's the holidays. It's the time of year where things get most busy. I understand these things. I understand that we're having a hard time finding employees for some unknown reason that, like I said, there were employees before COVID, but now at post COVID, we don't have employees. I don't know where they went. They apparently went to Area 51 and have all been transported no, you know, honestly, to another planet or something. Dancing around the Festivus pole. Okay, a lot of them went into the gig economy because, Did A, they? there was a massive upswing in need for, like, DoorDash and I have a serious, drivers. I have a serious so many thought. People were ordering food, and they realized that <laughs> I can make either the same or more money working for DoorDash and or Uber Eats. So and I'm my own boss. I you know I can go work whenever I want to, and they just people just decided it was a better way to do things. But those I, guys I have thoughts about that. Now. So I think I think actually that's part of it. I also have a theory, which which maybe is not right or not, but maybe uh, I'm going to bounce it off you and see what you think. Is that people uh, that had retired who had previously yeah. prior to COVID also who true. were working, yeah, they don't just work. decided. You know what? Because of COVID. People yeah. suck. COVID is an exposure thing and blah, blah, blah. And I don't want to be out there and I don't want to get the cold and flu kind of thing. And I just want to do, and I didn't sign up for this when I went into retirement and I'm just not going to work now. Well, that's not a theory in many cases because like they said, for example, I have a buddy that I went to high school with who, who's a tractor trailer driver, like a long haul trucker. And he Which said pays that, well, by the way. Yeah. Well, now they're paying insane money. Uh, I should quit my job. Because of the gas prices. Get a job and, yeah, well, 
uh, I should get a job and become a long haul trucker. I think I could make more money anyway there. But he said what happened was so many because tr- nobody wants to go into be a truck driver anymore. So many of the truck drivers are like, you know, over 60. And yep. a lot of them when COVID hit and they kind of, you know, lost their jobs or nothing, everything ground to a halt. They just decided yep. they were going to retire. They're like and done. No- and nobody's, yeah. re- nobody's replaced them. So, I think there's yeah. some of that. Yeah, I really do. I think it's a combination of what you we said. But but uh, this all adds up to lousy customer service. Uh, if you want to do, uh, head down to Disney, same sort of thing. I mean, where well, I'll hours tell you are somebody cut. Who's been forced to retire? Yeah. Oh, I know. I how about that? <laughs> So that Bob, that Bob chap. on the track here. <laughs> wow, that was nice. That Bob, that Bob Hey, look, wait, somebody's working. Justin, Justin, Justin say, hey, I'll just say, from work. saying hello from work in case Happy you don't get a chance to, to see it. Justin He's always safe. works. Happy Thanks, holidays, Justin. Justin. Yeah. Um, from, yeah. So what? What happened? Somebody retired or was forced well, to retire before COVID, and then. So Bob Chapek, as we all know, has been forcibly retired. <laughs> oh my! And oh he, my! Uh, didn't he I filed for he filed for unemployment. <laughs> didn't I hear that he only found out like two seconds? Yeah. So apparently, blindsided is the I believe the term that the kids use nowadays. Yeah. And they brought back Bob Iker. So, what are your thoughts hmm. on that? Is this a good thing? Is this a crappy thing? Well, I, I mean, if you read the, thing. if you read the interwebs, it's the, I mean, it solves every problem that Disney <laughs> has ever had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to be <laughs> the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, it's better, but it's not lovely. So fantastic. I mean. I, 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 I've been talking a lot, so I don't know if one of you wants to give a take on this. I certainly have one. Well, like, after we took, go through the original, I'd like to play a game. So <laughs> let me think. Let me. Um... Okay. Well, I'll I'll say this. Yes. Yeah, so Bob Iger has first. signed up for like a two-year, two-three, two-year contract. Mm-hmm. One or the other. Um, so he's going to be back for a couple years, trying to make the shareholders and everybody happy again. Um, But they're already talking about, well, who is going to follow him when he's done after his two years? Well, that's apparently part of his contract is that he has to like groom an actual successor. Well, didn't he groom the other Bobby? He apparently won like, like a a weird Lord of the Flies. Like that's how he ended up his... (laughs) Uh, CEO, like I Somebody really had, had a lot of reservations for about making him CEO, and I, it's unclear to me how he actually ended up CEO. But I'm pretty sure there were like I don't know. Well, I think we can all agree that Bob Chapek was very um, not creative. He was more of like a penny pinching, <laughs> like oh, if we remove. Five olives from this salad that'll save us ten billion dollars a year. Oh, I so, think that I think that's permeated the Disney management structure as a whole. I'm not even sure that that's. I, I certainly fostered under him, but I think yeah, and it that's was been going on for like, years. Well, if if we, we, we can if get we away serve with a, one guy working here instead <clears throat> of two, right? Or if we serve a 
a a ten ounce beer instead yeah. of a twelve ounce, or we use a smaller cup. You know, that's how called shrinkflation. We... Don't you watch that commercial with Shaquille O'Neal? Oh yeah, everybody right. knows. Um, well, that's another word for robbery. That's another word for robbery. <laughs> there is a rumor that the person that oh, would Shrek. they're thinking about. Yeah. Now this is all just a rumor. It's that but same it's... lady who said we were all too fat and we needed smaller person sizes. <laughs> we need four less olives. So um, the lady. Let me tell you, they're really embracing that thing. By the way, some of the portion sizes you see at restaurants down here are a little uh, meager. Yeah, meager would be a good word, actually. Meager is uh, – I mean, don't get me wrong. I Like, you know, if any of you – I mean, I obviously, Carolyn and Jen live in a different country. But, like, if you travel outside of the U.S., like, you really do get a sense of how outrageously large our uh, yes. portions are. Oh we like our are. large portions, baby. But, like, there's a difference between, like, I don't need to eat all this because it's going to make me sick – Versus, like, I'm leaving the table hungry. Because I actually I get, get tripped up food. if I go to McDonald's and I order a large soda, or I yeah. was gonna say pop. Yes. We call a it a medium, a medium, or like a small is like what we have is large up here. Yeah, and so, so you, you order a large, you get like the... it doesn't fit in your car yeah. holder. No, it doesn't. No, fit it doesn't. You have it's to have true. an SUV to take it with you. Yeah, and <laughs> sometimes if you get those and you go around the corner, it goes. Blop. I've had that physically happen yeah, in one of my cars. Right out of there. All the way, yeah, all over the car. Oh, it was no. great. So the lady that they're thinking about replacing, just rumor, replacing yeah. Bob Iger in two years, her name is Christine McCarthy. She is the current CFO, so chief financial officer. So she mm-hmm. has yeah, got her finger there. on the money. Um, but it, yes, as she had said, I guess a like a year or so ago, she wanted to cut back on the food portion sizes at the parks to save money. And her comment, her public comment was something like, oh, and that's that's a good idea because people need to watch their waistlines anyways around here. So, I, well, you know, in I, fairness, they have had to widen the vehicles in a lot of their rides. Sure. But that's it. not what you don't say it no, out but loud. Yeah, she's the views of real... Ian Mitchell, again, do not necessarily represent those of Intercot.com <laughs> level miscommunications. So those are the Walt Disney Speaking Company. Sounds like a treat. <laughs> I mean, that's just terrible. That's not for them to <clears> say. <throat> um, <clears throat> But I will say poo sized two things. Poo sized, that's right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. fine. It took me a moment to get no, what you were not poo, like Winnie the Pooh. Okay, so listen, I have this friend, Jen and I work with her, and she is going to Disney. Oh God, we tried to warn her. She's going oh, between, for the holidays. Uh New Year's and Christmas. So oh, good, luck to her. good lord. Anyways, she's very concerned about her husband not being able to fit on the rides i i'm like oh my goodness he's totally fine he's gonna fit but on that same vein i saw a picture today of the tron yeah the light cycles the light cycles thank you Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so most of the seats on the tron light cycle are like I thought they the same as, like they're yeah. like a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle seat, on. right? Yeah, but yeah. Did you know? And I don't know if it's like this over in Shanghai, but the what they're going to have in Florida is the the back row is just like normal seats with like a pull down bar. So did that's not fine. know that. That's a little odd. Like in all of them, or just in some? Yeah, or just some. Well, like maybe it'll be I don't like know. It was hand, just like, like a picture of of the. Yeah the train on the track whipping around and somebody caught a like in the last picture is just like two regular chairs with a lap bar. 
I mean, I could see that as an accommodation and things like that, certainly, but I wouldn't think that it would be on every single. Yeah, maybe that's one. just for like people who that are seems like a wheelchair and can't odd, maybe straddle like over or something. Maybe. But I mean, whatever. Here was my thinking, though, yeah. along those lines is if you say are an amputee, like your le leg is gone. Yeah. Then like that, the leg thing can't. Right. Absolutely. And then I got thinking, do they have something like that for flight of passage for like somebody that can't ride a, ride a horse, you know? Is there like a normal seat for like somebody I can't? I don't get know. That's a great question. No. Anyways, that's um that's all I was saying thinking was that oh it's not interesting that they have that. I don't know if they even have that in Shanghai, but remember when we were talking about um Bob Iger replacing Bob Chapek? Oh yeah, wait, wait, did we Oh yeah, oh yes. What do you want to say about that? Would you rather have Bob Iger come back or would you rather have Michael Eisner? And go. Well, I mean I think without question I'd rather have Michael Eisner. That to me is a no-brainer, mm -hmm. which is really funny because John. Didn't everybody think that Michael Eisner sucked. At the he point? did at the end. He was at the, end, at the end. He got really bad. He got that, it was a very typical case of like, you know, you spend too long in an organization, you get all these sort of political night. You know that it yeah. was just he was just there too long. But he was look at if you look at all the things he did. The Disney the decade. Arts, while he was here, so you literally can't, call virtually it. all of Walt Disney World exists because of him, with the exception of Magic Kingdom. Uh, uh, literally, the company Epcot. as we know it exists because yeah, of him, right. because he came in and he revitalized the saved and revitalized it and Jeffrey Katzenberg yep, and, and staved off corporate raiders from breaking up the company yeah. into many yep. different units. And now, would yeah. you say that Michael Eisner was more of the financial penny pincher yeah person, no, or is no, he's he the creative? creative he was the he was more the creative guy it frank wells, wells was the was the his, penny pincher frank wells played roy disney to his walt disney yep um but frank wells as we all know tragically died so they've never found that balancing in and i don't know why because it worked so well for the company, true twice they've for never the made even yeah. the effort to try and replicate the success that they had with Walt and Roy and Michael and Fred. Like, it's very bizarre to me. And I, I think the funny thing is, Ian, too, I mean, being the company that they are and the way they're structured and the industries that they're involved in, it would seem to make sense that something like that would be a well, perfect fit for know, them. I think part of the problem is, like, they don't, I don't know. I think they do so much stuff now that they don't yeah. have that same central kind of identity like they used to they play yeah, you know, they were they play in so many different areas now they still, they like, they're still creative driven at the core though are they think, well they buy a lot of other people's content now well that's the, their that's own. the result of being financial driven and being uh, ruled by the NBAs and, and i mean they did have a ton of recent animation hits i mean moana and and zootopia and i mean they made a bunch of great movies in a row they, they did but also shall we shall we start talking about disney plus that's not well, so well disney and then plus, we something can doesn't make sense about that because i don't uh, know why they're all these disenchanted strange world hocus pocus 2 yeah, all the, the new avatar that's coming out who knows oh, i mean that's like a billion idea. dollars. Or Two light billion year, has to light make. Lightyear. I mean, we can start talking about that kind yeah. of stuff. I, think I don't know. I'm glad that Iger's back. I can tell you that right now. I'm glad he's definitely better than Chapek. Chapek. He seemed I mean, like he didn't care. He was like just he just he didn't know anything. 
Yeah, he was like I, in addition I think to he's sort a of being cheap and irritating. He was just like a clown. Like he would just say the <laughs> dumbest stuff. Like remember when they got in that like that I can't remember who it was. Was it ScarJo when they they he got that like public fight with her where he basically oh, yeah. she complained because she didn't get paid money that they owed her and he basically publicly was like we don't know her anything so and then like three days later it, they went like dead silent and then three days later they were like actually we paid her 10 million dollars like you can't piss off scarlett johansson like <laughs> i guess i can't say that can't make scarlett johansson mad well you just he just had that. no like common sense at all like he was just a clown the whole so, thing with the I, with the, the don't say gay legislation he's on a roll in Florida, where he like, all right, he's just let him go. Like, just let forget him go. it. Forget yeah. it. He's he's it. You had your plan. You ran it for <laughs> twenty it. minutes about it. Federal Express. At least I was it over on the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. And it's not over yet. Because when the going yet. gets tough, the tough get going. Get going. Who's with me? <laughs> How many people actually have any idea what we're talking about? I don't know. Probably none. You were gonna play a game. Animal What's House. the game? No, I want to play a game. So you're you're Bob Iger, right? You just came back, right? To a to a foundering wall. Everybody Disney play company. along out there. What you've would you got, do? You've got a horrible situation with your shareholders. You know that your your finances are a mess. Disney Plus is leaking oil. Your your guests hate you. Uh, you know, movies it, have been movies tanking. are in the tank. Like you know, you just it's a mess. And you just came back and you agreed to take ownership of this. So yeah. you've got three moves. Your first three moves. It doesn't matter what they really. I don't care whether it's. I mean. Bring back fast passes, get rid of Disney Genie Plus. Easy. Doesn't cost any money. Shut off the stupid Disney Genie Plus. The lines are still there. Fast passes back. Okay, that's that's Jen's number one. You'd start it, Jen. So what are your next two? Oh, I don't know. That's my first one. (laughs) I'll tell you mine. Okay. okay. All right, we're gonna All have right. we're gonna have no more park okay. reservations. That's a good one. Oh, I like that one. Park F, focus though. F that. That's for forget people. Forget, yes, that. forget that. Forget no that. No more park reservations. Then I'm gonna okay. dump truckload of money okay. to get all the construction finished. Finished quick. Instead of this. We've got Epic Universe coming to Universal. Yeah, they're building do. a whole friggin' park. They're break, building it's a funny. whole. That was on my list of things park. to talk about. Yeah, yeah. their third like gate. A year. Yeah. And you're still working 2025, on Tron. By the that's way, like three years. Seventy-six okay. years old already. Okay. So okay. I'm gonna finish up Tron. I'm gonna fin. I'm gonna get that railroad open up. I'm gonna get the Epcot crap done. Yeah. We're done. No more walking around construction walls for four more years. So that's number two. Okay. And then right. number three. A lot rolled into number two. Go ahead. You know, <laughs> just get the construction done. Okay. And then right. and then number three is three. Yeah. we're going to have a sale. A sale? <laughs> we're going to have a sale. We're going to have a sale Why, though, on, a sale. you know what? You Everything. Park Everything must go. <laughs> no. Crazy Park, you know, He's oh, practically we're... giving things away. <laughs> Wacky waving inflatable arm tube man. Crazy Bob. <laughs> Everything must go. No, I'm gonna have a sale on park tickets. We're okay. sorry. We've been um 
stealing from you for so so long (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna go back down to it's like a hundred dollars doesn't matter what day of the instead that was also on my list by the way 189 dollars at so i think we all know that uh, carolyn's office is going to be located in fantasy land (laughs) oh ouch there we go because because the company's now bankrupt but those are great ideas i mean they would love you yeah marcy's wish is no paying for parking for guests at resort i saw that oh yeah that That would be good i have thoughts on this i'm just saying that i would spend the money and maybe our profit would be two million dollars instead of two billion Okay, so we're still making money. Office, but. All right, so I think uh, I'm going to put all that with fix the parks with grand gestures, kind of that as one of the things that It'll I, be the I would year do. Of which, grand which, gestures, yeah, which would include things like removing Genie Plus, which would uh, bring back the pass holder, like the the fact that you can actually have a pass holder, restoring the services that were there pre-COVID, things like that, you know, uh, t- trams, you know, just like all this stuff, fixing the infrastructure issues, things like So the grand gesture, basically telling everybody that goes to the parks, we appreciate you. And because we appreciate you, we're doing this. We're, gonna we're do having it. a sale. Okay. Second is to reinvigorate imagineering okay yeah and and dedicate whatever it is have a three-year plan for imagineering and say this is the steps we're going to take to make sure that the creative spirit of this company comes back and i'm here to lead that charge and here's the things we're going to do whether it be parks movies properties we own whatever Okay, signal to the shareholders that you're doing that. Uh, and then the the other one was actually a new 10-year plan for Disney Parks, period. Like globally. Here's what we're gonna do at and and stick to but it. None, none of this none of this they blue sky yeah. crap. Yeah, okay. look at the Mary Poppins attraction. I still want that. They exactly. But that's what I'm talking about. See, happened. they've lost our trust. And you guys are you guys are actual you're talking to those kind of things that that we say we're gonna do this, but then they just float out there. Look, here, we're gonna open a fifth gate at Walt Disney World. Okay. Uh, we're going to expand globally here. We're going to open, who knows? Uh, uh, I could use the work I mean, project I, I, I uh, somewhere and whatever. I you would know, I rather they today. just, they aren't specific because they. Right. So but, but that's, but that's they it. They say, like, our goal for the next 10 years is we're going to open uh, like an e ticket type ride. Mm hmm. Yes. Every two years or something. Right. But but give me some give me some specifics and actually roll it out. And I, I think that comes with the, the reinvigorating of mag- imagineering and the creative element of the company, not only there in the parks, but through the rest of the company. But but I think also having a vision, like putting out a actual vision. This is the roadmap for the company for the next five to 10 years and have it something that we all can buy into and say, yeah, I get that. Like and I deliver, understand that. And deliver, and deliver on it. That yeah. is true. And not take 10 years to build one ride. <laughs> so, it would be funny if it wasn't actually true. Like it, it has been, I mean, they announced some of these in 20, 
Well, I mean, even if you take out the two years for COVID or whatever, I mean, it's still ridiculous. But I mean, I think bring back the creative spirit is the kind of the the thing. And also, you know, signaling to the fans, not only signals to us as fans, but also then signals to shareholders that we're serious about growing this company again. Because right now, I mean, I think the company hit pretty much a new low, even with Iger. Uh, over the last, I don't know, a few years, stock-wise, recently, so uh, yeah, and we're having it just a did. sale. <laughs> yeah, well, and they're having a sale terrible. on Disney stock right now. Now, I like yeah. the grand gesture idea. That was sort of in the same uh, mindset. I think, like, I mean, I was trying to be slightly more fiscally responsible with some of the things I did because you have to realize, really, what he was brought back for was to appease the stockholders, right? right. So. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not in a fantasy world, by the way. So when I said you, all no, that stuff, it, it has to be backed by fiscal responsibility. But you can yeah. do that. But, and also, if you present the grand vision well, that yeah. that can back up the fiscal side of things. What, I, what well. you would probably have to do is be able to make a strong case that you could tie the things that you were going to spend money on to, you know, whatever, wherever you need improvements. And look, the reality is, whether we like it or not, the theme parks are actually just fine revenue wise, they're still generating the lion's share of all the profit. The problem is they're just no longer able to cover up the poor performance of the other departments. So yeah, that's why I actually realistically don't expect yeah. a lot of changes in the theme parks. I think they will still be, you know, kind of as is close to as is. Yeah, but you know what, what I you, would do if yeah. I was him Go ahead. Go ahead. to appease yeah. I would do something to appease the theme park guests because there's enough noise out there right now, whether it's warranted or not, it doesn't even matter. And I know everybody has different opinions, but there's enough noise out there right now that I would, I would do a couple. I like your grand gestures idea. I would do a few things publicly. Like I probably, I'm not going to say get rid of genie plus because the fact of the matter is, is that's a revenue generator and it's probably not, going away it could use some retooling Tweaking but be good yeah but i don't and but i don't i don't think it's gone away i would get rid of park reservations because i actually don't i think that's a sacrifice that you can make without really compromising too much fiscally like i i know there's probably some optimizations they do around the edges but like they've been running theme parks for what 60 plus years like I'm pretty sure they have a decent idea of how many people are coming on each day, right? So, like, I think they could probably make do without it. And they're and they're not, you know, they're they're most people don't like them. So, I would get rid of them. Uh, Disney Plus is a tough one because, like, you're kind of in the, you're kind of in the, you know, you're pot committed on that, right? Like, you can't. What are you going to do? You know, like you can't do away with it. So yeah, I, I mean, feel like you kind of need it in this day and age. Everybody wants to stream. Yeah. No, well, the question is like where, where, like why are they? I don't know why they're losing so much money. That's my question. Like, so without knowing that, I can't really say for sure. I feel like, like they need to offer something that nobody else offers. Like, for well, instance, they do. No, I know the, the but Mandalorian. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like it. They're their what do you call it like their proprietary programs are good but i can watch some of the things that are on there like on amazon prime too if you notice that like some show like some of the spider-mans now i know that's really the whole thing. yeah well, i was watching spider-man on amazon prime that's the, prime. That's the yeah. whole yeah um 
But there's there's other things too that like I can see this on other things. I don't know. Oh, hi Marty in the background. <laughs> hi, there. Dark, by the way, Getting huh? comfy. Um, I think that they should on Disney Plus is make use of like all their old timey things and like um documentary like, kind of things like when that what about the old vacation travel videos that you were talking yeah, about like that's super easy to put on there yeah but the, like that imagineering show that was like something that nobody else could possibly show and everybody likes that but they could also bring up like all the old um like walt disney sunday night shows or whatever you know there's like yeah, stuff that like no other understand why they haven't done that like the mickey mouse club isn't even on there like you know you yeah. i don't know maybe they don't believe there's an audience for it because it's so old now I but don't what really does know, it but... cost them some hard drive space to throw it on there exactly. like and see what happens I mean, they own the rights right so like you would think you could just put whatever you wanted on there why not have the content on there is a better question unless you you plan on sort of monetizing it over a period of time like because i know one of the things we thought we were excited you know as a family was we thought we were going to get a lot of the old disney junior shows that like my kids used to watch when they were little but they didn't put any of them out in the beginning now some of them just came out like i don't know maybe it might have been the beginning of january maybe november so mm -hmm. maybe their plan is to kind of roll them out in pieces but i don't know with their numbers maybe they ought to accelerate that rollout because it doesn't seem to be it's just i don't understand their operating costs must be kind of wonky because like they have great content and we know they've got tons of subscribers. I mean, they signed up more people for their for Disney Plus in the first like week than Netflix did in like their first year or something. So, I mean, and it's not like they're char it's not like it's that cheap. I mean, I know a lot of people locked it. Like I locked in early for like 100 and I don't remember what my what my thing was, but I got 3 years for like 100 and some dollars. So, I mean, maybe, you know, their revenue stream wasn't quite, if a lot of people took that deal, maybe their revenue stream wasn't quite as strong, but they should be able to fix that because that's all done. So, you know, you can charge people whatever you want now. I don't know. I, so, but that, that one's a tough question. I don't know what I would do. And the last thing I would do is, is, is really try and prove to people, all people really, Wall Street and, and uh, my fans that we were going to get back to like our actual roots as a as a creative company. And I would do that by finding the right person and putting them in a very high profile leadership position. Somebody respect I don't know who that is now because like a lot of the real hardcore imagineering guys are gone now, you know, so I don't know who that would be, but I'd have to find somebody that I could like, you know, sell the fans on that <laughs> he was going to be the next, you know, the next uh I don't know. John Lasseter, whoever you want to, minus the sexual harassing. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. I, I would make sure that everybody knew that we were getting back to, you know, our roots as a creative company. Well, so uh, maybe, maybe that involves actually starting some sort of program to bring junior folks into the company i mean the fact into imagineering and creative positions like what are we doing no like uh, you could have like imagineering <laughs> idol actually that's not a bad idea you know shows where the people have to like design like, clothes yeah, like the makeup yeah, artist yeah. ones or whatever oh, one yeah. for everything the baking and you know like, house making and whatever like well I guess that's yeah like so the there's a disney but, yeah. plus show <laughs> Imagineering yeah. Idol. 
Yeah. There, they, you, know, there you go. Yeah, actually. They could yeah. even call it that because they own Fox now, so they, they could use the, the idle name. So. These are fantastic ideas. That is a I good idea. idea. Like we have, we have one acre of land that you have to build something in this budget to fit. I mean, look what Backyard Imagineering is doing. So you have one sense. day. Do you guys follow that account at all? The Backyard Imagineering account? No. Oh, holy moly. You need to do that. On they like Instagram built, or Twitter or what? Yeah, um, I think it's on the Twitters uh, or it might be on the Instagrams. Backyard Imagineering. But uh, yeah, they like built um, like uh, Big Thunder Mountain like and stuff of, in their uh, backyard and stuff like that. It's amazing what they've done. So to your point, it's almost like what Carolyn proposed, which is, yeah, okay, here's a half an acre or an acre or whatever. Okay, with these materials, go ahead and build it, you know, and it's a six-week you know, build your own sort of attraction from the ground up and prototype. And fit or, in theme-wise with yes. the land around it. Yeah. I love this idea. Please steal it, Disney. We'd be okay with it. And the other thing, by the way, that I think I they have a to producer do, on it. We I would think make a just, team. We could be a team. Yeah. I, I think, think we, yeah, we would like to be for the people. Mongello's team. Yeah, versus Lou Mongello. Versus Lou Mongello's team. WDW Radio. And what's her name? What's, uh, what's, what's the Diz lady's name? Debbie, whatever the heck her name Deb, is. Deb. Well, no, Deb, she doesn't know this site anymore. She's, oh, really? She sold we it. We could go up against Todd. We could go against like Panda and Main Street Mouse and Jimmy Horn. And, uh, you know, they were like, take all the Disney fan sites. And come on, Jimmy Horn's not in our league, bro. He can't (laughs) hang with us. Now I'm going to hear guys a Saints fan, for God's sake. Uh, What does Jimmy Horn know about Imagineering? Fighting words. Just kidding, Jimmy. Love you, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Imagineering. um, Wait. Oh, speaking of segues. <laughs> Again, grabbing the wheel and cranking it back onto the road. You can tell who's whose husband's in the radio. Yeah, uh, we have a um, a ride that's going away at the end of January. Oh, yes, this we was do. on my list too. That's a good, uh, that's a good point. Splash Mountain is January twenty third, Florida, as yep. of January twenty third. So if mm-hmm. you wrote it and aren't going to get there before January twenty third, you've had your last ride. I wonder if they'll close it for refurbishment. Feel a little sad. Close it for refurbishment. I remember them building that ride. Uh, I do too. Yeah, I remember them building that ride. And it's funny because I don't feel like I'm old, but but everybody's like, oh, it's a classic. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was one of the newer rides. I always think that of that that new ride over there in in Frontierland. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah. At Newfangled Although technically, which one? Which one came first? Was it Thunder or Splash? No, Big Thunder came well. Thunder has been there since almost the beginning. Mm, Splash no, was in the 80s. No, that'd be a no. Well, it it, it was closer to the opening then. It was, I can tell Splash. you for sure it was open. Big Thunder was open in 1981. I know okay. that because you I was there okay. with my familial. And, 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 uh, and when and did Splash, Splash was when I was Splash old enough was like to remember it, eighty nine or yeah, Carolyn yeah. would have been pretty little when Thunder Mountain opened. Yeah, Splash Splash was like nineteen eighty nine or somewhere around there. I think that was part of sort of the Eisner thingy, you know, the just the. Big, but I want to finish my thought real quick. They need to add a fifth gate. They have to. They, they they're just way capacity for the other part. They that should have been part of the. They uh, cannot keep cramming people into the four parks. But I just worry that if they do that, it'll be like 
it, well, they, they, they don't. They don't. They they aren't even maintaining the crap that they have now. Well, they got to figure it out. Like they aren't maintaining the crap because they do too much other stuff that loses money. That they the, the, at this point the parks are used solely as an, an a profit engine to cover up for the fact that most of their other businesses don't do very well. So fix your other businesses and stop milking the parks for. The fact of the matter is, is they could run the parks just fine if they didn't have to cover up for billions of losses, billions of dollars of losses at, you know, Disney Plus or ESPN or any of these other things that they probably shouldn't even be a part of. Mm. I mean, ESPN should have been shut down years ago. I don't know why they keep it running. It nobody watches it, and it's just. <laughs> what it, do you it, mean nobody? Isn't that like your number one channel in America to watch for sports? No. I don't even know. I no, don't watch sports. Nobody watches ESPN anymore. It turned so, into like it turned into like the view for sports. It's like nobody watches it. It's just it's, it's ESPN been losing money forever. Locho. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's just and Well, I, I you know, I don't know if the main ESPN is that way, but but the fact is there's ESPN2, there's ESPN streaming, there's ESPN news, there's like four Just network. turn ESPN, just leave ESPN Plus there. That you, like forget all like you don't even need the network anymore. <clears throat> And ESPN just, Plus, just, yeah. Just stream ESPN Plus. That's all you need. Forget the rest of it. Shut it all down. You'd probably <laughs> save billions every year. And put, let, use that to stop, you know, uh, ransacking the parks for every nickel can, you can get. Uh, yeah. Yes, lay off I, TV people. That's a good You know, the plan. question is whether, the, whether it's just ESPN or the fact of all the networks that Disney owns now. I mean, you know, if you start looking through, they own Hulu. Yeah, I mean, that's another now too. Huh? Get rid of it. Merge it. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm talking about. All, all these, and they own all these other channels that that go along with that. Like Freeform, I think, is owned by them, and like a whole bunch of other. Are these um, like actual? I'm sorry, I'm dumb. I'm Canadian, but are these actual like turn on your old fashioned? No, these are all TV or well, yeah, like cable TV channels. Things. Yeah, I thought Hulu was like streaming. So is Freeform a streaming channel, or is that no, like an actual Freeform, TV actual channel? Network. Okay, so let's it's like let, a cable network. I'm like trying to look, uh, b- 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 like to see where's. But Hulu's like a Netflix. Well, they own ABC, thing, right? obviously. They own 20th Century Fox. They own FX Networks. They own Hulu. Um, goodness gracious. Obviously, you know, they own Marvel, Lucasfilm. Thank you, Patty. Uh, yeah, I'm like trying to find the actual cable. Does channels. anybody watch normal TV anymore? I don't. Freeform, they own. Yep. I watch a little bit of normal TV, but not all. National Geographic channel, they own. Yeah, like just put all of that on Disney Plus. And well, National get- Geographic is on yeah. Disney Plus. All the Fox networks. Yeah, I know, but all the 20th Century Fox networks. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah, it feels like there could be a consolidation, <laughs> right? Like, you know, like they have so much stuff, just push it out, push it all together somewhere. Like, but, put you it know, all on just- Disney Plus. Bring all your eyeballs to your one source. I feel like they buy this stuff and then they just kind of don't really know what to do with it. So they just sort of leave it sitting there. And But nothing forces their hand because the theme parks have always covered up for all of their flaws. This is true. You know, so like, well, the theme parks aren't so able to do that. So what would be anymore. your fifth gate about? What would you make it about? Well, what, what I would make it about and what I probably should make it about are two different things. Well, what's because both? Doesn't everybody want a villain's park? Well, I think that's kind of old. Like, I would pro- honestly, if I was going to do it, 
I would probably make a Marvel park because it seems like the MCU is still, you know, wild. Although I don't know, maybe I'm too late for that. Isn't there I, some law, not a law, some rule that you can't have any so, Marvel? It's a law. law that you can't have Marvel it's anywhere. It's only certain things. It's only certain. It's only things. certain stuff like Spider-Man. Yeah, they're, it's, they're too far. They've gone too far. They've already started putting Marvel in things. It's, they've gone too far to go back. Um, I think they they could make some kind of like, well, like adventure park. Do you know what I mean? Like make it all thrill rides for teenagers and stuff. Okay, you want to see how complex? <laughs> what is that? That's all the companies Disney owns. Oh my goodness. It's so small. In an infographic. Yeah, I can't even make it big <laughs> enough to like... Make it make sense and stuff like that. But I mean, for those listening, this is like a this. <laughs> it's a, has a it's an infographic. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can kind of, I mean, sort of see. This but it's, circle envelops these three companies, but then I that mean, company envelops it, three I other. This companies. was a map for a new theme park. I yeah. know. No, it's just ridiculous. So I think to Ian's point, you know, you're you're just. You're so far from your core competencies at this point. I, they've spread themselves too thin. They just bought too much stuff. Like they, yeah. they need to, somebody so they now need to needs have to a look sale. across the org. They need yeah, to have you know a, what, sale. Actually, a sale. Let's have a sale. <laughs> no, I would make my fifth gate be um like, like yeah. At, at like I don't you can't call it islands of adventure, but I would Couldn't make it be Marvel it based. I feel like I well, just said yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, but, they, but they've gone too the far. They've already they've already put Marvel things in other parks. But you could have <laughs> some Marvel things. You could have maybe some Indiana Jones things, and maybe you could have some. I don't know what other big things they own. So they're just going to repurpose rides they have at other. No, no, parks? they would have. They would it just would make it like an all thrill ride, and it would be all like. Well, I can tell you, as somebody who lives here and hears, like, you know, I have a 16-year-old kid and even my 12-year-olds, like, Disney is not the cool place for the kids to go. I know. They want to go to Universal. down here want to go – well, actually, a lot of the kids are just, like, sort of off the theme parks. But the ones that aren't, they're more Universal, you know, focused because Universal has – you know the 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 coasters, the cool rides. So a coaster park or a thrill park, but they don't have be to be just like idea. the Hulk. Like I personally, I don't like Velocicoaster and Hulk. Like where you, it's just like it looks like Canada's Wonderland or like Which Six means Flags. No, no, like Six Flags, Cedar Point, those kind of things. Where it's like, oh, well, no, they would be real coasters see, like Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Coaster, but I like them yeah. like indoor themed coasters. California Screamings. One, well, I don't. I forget what it's called now, but that was a great ride. I love that ride. It's but okay, maybe but a would if be good. you get a lot of good Imagineers, they could come up with new kinds of thrill rides. Like, remember when Tower of Terror was like this crazy thing nobody ever could have imagined? Like, why aren't they coming up with something new like that? Make a whole park of like crazy, like 
inside thrill rides that don't have to be roller coasters, but they're like. Well, they. I wouldn't make it all thrills either because, like, you know, you you do want to make sure you got some places for the younger kids to go. No, they can know. go to the Magic Kingdom. They can make a dino run. Well, you know, but you think you're kind of losing Walt's whole like, you know, I mean. Remember, it was supposed to be a place where parents and kids could have fun together. Yeah, so you need, I can you go need with some, my teenager. You need some dark rides there too, just that little kids can go on. But I would make it. I would make it all based on their newer IP, which is totally underexploited. You know, where's the Moana rides? Where's the Zootopia rides? You're where's the, you know, all the those Journey of Water? Yeah, but that's that. Who cares? Nobody. <laughs> Journey of Water is stupid. Nobody wants it. It's oh, dumb. I saw a picture of that. Tafiti yeah, the sixteen-foot-tall Tafiti. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and she has a door where her bum would be. Well, you know, it's got to get out somehow, Carol. <laughs> that's okay. That's weird. But it my, is so you can so that's like everybody's joking like oh that's where we're gonna so, take our Christmas pictures uh, in the bomb of Tafiti. Yeah, Big I feel like that's the that'll uh, be, that'll I think feel like that's the podcast wall. title, the, the bomb of Tafiti. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I like it. Uh, oh geez. Anyway, I mean you know that was my thinking. Like, what could we? Uh, you know, what would you do? So I think we all had good. Good ideas. Um, Patty says that the fifth gate needs to have a story. I mm. think that's yes, what. She did say that. Yeah, in the past, it made Disney better than Universal, but Disney's become content with just keeping up. Well, and and to to that point, I mean, with another gate opening up, and Universal, I mean, honestly, has upped their game over the years. You know, maybe you know there are those who would argue it's not still not quite there but i would tell you that uh it there's a whole lot more vacation value there right now um have you heard of the new escape rooms at universal yeah we yeah, saw that the other day. oh i want to do this jen we have to do this when we go to florida again that they, this sounds it, like a good intercut uh activity yeah it would actually be a good intercut it would activity. Be, so it's an Perfect. escape room Yes. They have it's at City Walk and they have a yep. few and they're, different they're ones. Themed. Yeah. It's fifty dollars a person, or you can get like a group of eight people for like three hundred dollars. So it's okay. kind of expensive, but it's not terribly out of reach right. um, compared to other escape rooms. Jennifer, they have a Back to the Future one that they got mm. Doc Brown to come back to, and apparently they're. They're very, very themed. Like it's all like special effects. It's not like a crappy escape room. Like it's like, oh, this room, like smoke comes out, and like it's very cool stuff. Themed. Yes, it's yeah. supposed to be very, very cool. So um, well, I've been kind right. of waiting for somebody to take that concept to the next level. We did know? one on our cruise. We did one on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Um, yeah. And they forced go? you to go into a group with other people. So, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, we didn't know who these people were. Maybe that's yeah, and we they were terrible. Moving. They were terrible. That's a um, And, yeah, and it was like we were yelling at them because we had to listen to yeah, them. they were really quiet, and they wouldn't uh, shut up. And, anyways, it was annoying. Um, they and probably had, like, three drinks before they had gone maybe, into the yes. escape room. It's just awful. <laughs> but, so, but I think you have to fill the eight spaces that's the only okay. thing it um mm -hmm. otherwise they will put you into a group so hmm. um if we can find eight people to go yeah it would i like the idea fun. i'd do it for I'd sure and i only know about the back to the future one but i feel like I there were other ones be I a think, jurassic too. park one yes exactly 
Yep. I wonder if there'd be Harry Potter. That one would be cool because it'd be Harry magical. Potter must go. Oh, I saw the Harry Potter musical. Not musical. <laughs> stage show. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I think was I said that, okay? that before, but it's good. Is it good? Or yeah, it's magical. So the escape the, room would be magical. I have the book over here, which I've never read. Oh, it's good. Really? Because I, I just couldn't. I, I don't know. The dialogue, it's it's like written like a stage show. It's like written so, like a script. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't have any no. interest in reading that. But anyway, if they had a Harry Potter escape room, it would be good. I wonder if they have it on like books on tape or something. Oh, <laughs> look what Patty just wrote. Bring that what? up and read it. Bring it okay. up and read what Patty Okay, I, I'm bringing it up, yes. She's yes. getting us back on track. Yeah. Patty says that Steer brings the, the podcast full circle. Disney, like FedEx, was number one, and they didn't invest in their future <laughs> to maintain being the best, and Universal, like UPS, wanted to be number one more than Disney. So, hmm. yes, I know. And then you you get egotistical and you think nobody will ever be as good as us. And then somebody sneaks in. It's, John, it's well, 909. Did your package come yet? No. No. Nope. Just, and wait, wait let me, let me, uh, hear. Uh, so, yeah, I got a message. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for checking back in. Hold on. On the, on the Twitters, on the DMs. I am so sorry for the delayed shipment. I can see here that the updated scheduled delivery of the shipment will be tomorrow. tomorrow. Of course it will. I also <laughs> ask, love the broken English here. I also ask for the reason why they haven't completed the delivery by follow uh, following up on case number. If it actually blah, blah, blah. said follow upping, that would have been no, great. Sorry, way. that was me. That was John. And my broken English. Sorry. Uh, no, but so now there's a case it's number. Always and, the next day. It's and always so now it'll, the next day. This will be four days after it was supposed to be delivered. Come on, man. Seriously. No bueno. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> this is this is like running into my uh, travel delays. So I, I just to steer off of the Disney stuff for a second. Have you, if you all had these problems, Ian, I know you didn't have any of these problems. No, nah, man, I got, I was fine, no problems at all. Canada, are you? In fact, I landed early stuff? both times. Like, when we went to Florida in the summer, and when we came back, Carol and I yeah. were on two different flights, but they were leaving within ten minutes of each other, and Carolyn got home what five hours before me something like that because my plane getting delayed. delayed and delayed and delayed and then and, delayed. and then some lady was freaking Which out on the plane planes well oh long story we went on a cruise <laughs> with our other sister and all our kids and stuff and our other the sister mysterious had, other sister yeah and she had flight credits that had to be used on one airline Okay. Um, but then if so, we were using up some of us were helping her use up her flight credits on that airline. And then the rest of us were like, well, I don't want to buy tickets on that flight because it's more expensive. There's a cheaper flight if we're buying our tickets. So some of us went on a paid flight. Oh, some okay. of us went on a, Anyway, so right. the ones that we were on the the free flight, we got home and we were home and they were still sitting on the freaking 
tarmac. tarmac. But there, there was a problem with our plane. So like we were waiting and waiting and waiting while they were fixing the plane. And then we got on the plane. We went out. We were on the tarmac. And then they're like, uh, we need to go back. Yeah, the plane ain't fixed. And then we went lady started lady was freaking out. She wanted off the plane. So then they had to get her suitcase and let her off the plane. And then we're just like, oh. so we got home super well, late. Well, if you were told, uh, I mean, in all fairness, if you were told that the plane had some sort of mechanical difficulty, that they were coming to fix it, and then they said, I was just finally like, after X number of hours, now. they He's fixed it and you end up on the tarmac He's and then they say the, the plane's wheel. not fixed <laughs> and we got to go back while we fix it again. Well, clearly it turned out okay because Jen's sitting <laughs> here, still here. I just took five hours extra to get home. But. I, I, I'm going to give a plug for my life because this is the first time I've ever flown United in like the history wow. of my flying career. Yeah, and, legacy uh, carrier. They were actually really good. I mean, were they? They, yeah, like it was, they're the best airline I've flown in, I don't know, I can't even remember how long. I mean, they were very, very good. The, everything was real smooth, quick loading, like the staff was really friendly. I think it's totally hit or miss because I tell people, I have never had a bad experience on JetBlue. I just love JetBlue. And then somebody will be like, they're the worst airline ever. <laughs> it's just it's just hit or miss. I like JetBlue because yeah, I'm sure it also matters where you're flying from and where yes. you're flying to. Like, I think San, I flew into San Francisco, and I'm pretty sure United is like that. Like I think the that's San of, Francisco yeah, airline, because there's like a giant like United Airlines building there, and I so maybe they get like preferential in yeah. and out. I don't really know, but. I don't really care because a little good. preferential in and out. Well, <laughs> hell yo. What kind of what kind of operation are they running over there? You know <laughs> what's going I on? I mean, here? what's what? We're over time. I think it's time to. I think it's time to. So, no, I mean, I well, just to the point where we're we're making fun because I've had a lot of problems uh, traveling recently. Actually, this this year has been challenging at best but most of those terrible i can't i mean i can't even your your flight luck has been abysmal i will yeah. never travel with you I mean, no but you know what most of my flight problems come where we have connections um yeah see that's so, why i never book flights with connections i, I don't have that option living where i live to, oh, yeah, true. to do that i, I would have move. to book connections no nope, not moving love where i live so I did that. The whole other thing, but yeah, yeah see, I, I don't. Mean, I refuse to book a flight with connections. I never will do that. Well, then you wouldn't travel from where I am. Uh, I mean, there are I very drive, few. I would, if I was you, I would probably drive to an airport where I could get. That would mean driving literally to Orlando, or Atlanta, five about, hours away. Nope. Other ones don't offer Savannah. Nope. Charleston. Nope. Savannah's pretty small. Uh, yeah, in Charleston. Those are the two closest. Um, and then Hilton Head, which is right around the corner. But, I mean, there are some direct flights. But if you're going to West Coast, forget it. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you oh. want to throw up, I'll just tell you that for Jen and I to fly from Toronto to okay. Los Angeles nonstop. Okay. It's in Canadian dollars. Okay. But it's like $1,000 a person. Dollars. Really? How far is that tr trip? Now, how well, much is that in actual money? A thousand dollars Canadian. Seven hundred and fifty, and not yeah, like, about uh, not monopoly money, actual money. per person. But then, so then we were My like, way. okay, well, often it's cheaper for us if we fly 
domestic of, America like to America. Yeah. So yeah. there's to America no, and then go somewhere. No, like like we drive to Buffalo a domestic or flight uh, as opposed to international uh, when you go from Toronto. And since yeah. we live so close to the border, most of the time we do drive across the border and then just fly out of Buffalo to New York or Detroit. So I looked at Buffalo. There's no direct flights to Los Angeles. So I looked at Detroit, Michigan, and there is, but it costed about the same as the <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. Yeah. Buffalo and Detroit. So where like Ontario, the part of Ontario where it? we are, if I go a little bit Explain. east, if I go a little bit east across Ontario, okay. I cross over at Niagara Falls into Buffalo, New York. Niagara Falls. If I go, that's yeah. if I go a little bit east. If I go step a little bit west, okay. see on there? If I go a little bit east. Okay. From the center of that little okay. arrowhead shape. Then <laughs> right. I end up in New York. If I go a little bit west, I end okay. up in Detroit, Michigan. Okay, miles. In miles. Well, it's like an hour hour and a half to Buffalo. Okay. That's that's even better. Good. Time-wise. Hour and a half to Buffalo. 90 it's minutes. Got like it. three hours to Detroit. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, so now that's making a little more sense now. But okay, I'm just yeah. sort of cutting across either okay. direction on my province, and I end up in different – if I could go south, well, but there's a lake in the way. You can also go to Lake Flint. Erie. Yeah, well, I could go I to – I could go to Savannah and it'd be 20 minutes, but unfortunately it's 50 because I have to go inland when and then come uh, back around. When, so are, you, get when are you traveling, Carolyn? So we are going to California from January 2nd oh. to the 7th. Oh, well, We're I mean, just going very quick. Hmm. So I almost mean, the time of run Disney. No, but it's always weekend, that. There's always that price to go to all the way from Toronto to L.A. It's like I'm you just, can't get to the I'm West Coast. Peeking yeah. to see how much it would cost me to fly from here. That is pretty expensive. Five hundred bucks. Well, for a terrible flight, but still, most of the, almost all the fares are like I don't know six eighty something like that. But I could go for from Florida yet. to where yeah. Los Angeles. If I wanted La to leave La it, Land. if I wanted to leave at five fifty five a.m. and fly home, which I would actually do, and fly home at. <laughs> Let's see what time. Is that I our price know. round trip? I don't can even you, know. Can you hear the yes yeah. listeners uh, just dropping off right now? <laughs> I can't remember. I just, <laughs> that still seems expensive. <laughs> for but here, here's five hundred bucks. I could do it for five. So here's comparatively. If I go from Buffalo, New York, to Orlando, yeah, I can sometimes get like a hundred and fifty dollar flight per. That's person. ridiculous. Yeah, no, and now and then mean. suddenly, if I want to go to, uh, I get it. It's obviously so, harder, but it's just when you're so I, used to flying to Florida for 150 bucks, and it's like, oh my goodness! I, I, got, I, I, be honest, I can't believe you get 150 dollars fares. I haven't been able to fly Taylor down here for under 400 bucks all year. Yeah, make her drive to Buffalo from Philly. <laughs> well, by comparison, so to fly from uh, Hilton Head to Vancouver, yeah, that would be yeah, far. Be a lot. So pretty far flight. That was. Ish eight hundred bucks US. That's a lot. Yeah, that's what I paid for my for my tickets to San Fran, but I booked them literally three days before I left. So yeah. you know, last year always cost. Yes, Patty says, Welcome to our world of flying from the northwest to the southeast. So every time you go to Florida, it costs you that much. You should start going to Disneyland. Yeah. And it's just below you. That's a good point. 
Anyway, so that's where we're going to be. And no, people, you may not rob our houses because our husbands will still be home. So just because I've given <laughs> you the date that we're going to be away. Everyone's, nice try, burglars, but click, 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 click. Oh, okay. Now we'll the country of Canada will still, we'll still be, be defended. All right. All right. So uh, other other stuff. Let's see. What was on my list? Then? Oh, Phantasmic return November 3rd. So that's interesting. Back. I still have never Ian's seen Ian's not it. a fan. He's about a, as big a fan of that as I've never Reflections seen it. of Earth. Oh, can we talk about <laughs> well, Disneyland Phantasmic for a second here? Disneyland Phantasmic? Uh, so I, I've i never seen either version, but I hear that the okay. Disneyland Phantasmic is the one to see. Because they have the real it's boat better. and it's sure. more close up. Yeah. I, I don't even know anything. I've I've heard the music before on like Sorcerer Radio and stuff. Never right. even seen a You've YouTube never seen Phantasmic? Period? Never, never. Really? I've seen clips where, like, there was a boat and there was care, like, it was it's, like a blooper and, and, like, Dopey fell off the boat. That, <laughs> like, it was like a shot. Wow, I didn't video. even know they were bloopers. But, no, but, um, anyway. Okay. So there's a thing. Yes. So okay. I, was, I was scooting along the Disneyland app. I thought, surely this app has to be better than the Disney World. Oh, app. hell no. Because I was like, I wonder what. No. Table service restaurants. Is there any table service restaurants or whatever we could book like a dining at? And I was like, I don't even know what restaurants really there are there. So I was scooping through and then I I looked and it was like, oh, there's like a, you can get a reservation. You get to go to the Hungry Bear Cafe. Yeah, I know where that is. It's like in the top left corner of Disneyland, but Uh it's counter service. But you make a reservation and you show up anytime between like three and six p.m. Get your counter service food, and you get like a like a coupon or something to go and get priority seating at Fantasmic. And I was like, oh, this sounds like fantastic. We could do that. And then it's like so. So just click on the like look at availability button on this page and you can see like what days it's available and there's no button. So I don't know if that means that like it's sold Powered out. by HP. I don't know if it's sold out or if anyway. Or if it's just by the Federal IP Express. Or in the yeah, in the wrong browser to yeah. It sometimes it's like you're there. using Safari, but you yeah, need Chrome I did it on my or, Chrome or and I did it on my Edge computer. or yeah. And it specifically says click, click on the check availability button on this page. Yeah. And then okay. and so I'm like looking all over the page. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Anyway, so I'm. Have you tried made, turning it off and turning it on again? Plugging and unplugging. <laughs> um. Anyway, so maybe we'll try and do that when we're there because I've never I, seen it. No. No. Not good. Me my wish. I, I will say so. Uh, having done both. Uh, the experience in Disneyland is you, you are much closer up. It is actually in the park, like where everyone is in the park. It's not Isn't in like it a just stadium. In the water seated. across from yeah. Pirates so the it's in the rivers of America, like kind yeah. of like where the, the during the day the, the uh, riverboat. Mark Twain. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing where, you know, flows by. So and the sailing ship Columbia becomes part of the show and it's it's pretty cool. So I would say, yeah, the experience is better 
by far in Disneyland, but oh, still. I want my hungry bear to go along with it. If somebody can still get hungry bear and then go over and the watch. Disney but World Phantasmic is literally like my idea of hell. I mean, it's so... Yeah, just put you in a stadium. Don't and... you have to go like two hours in advance to sit on a bleacher? Yeah. Just wait for well, first, of all, and... first of all, the seats are super uncomfortable. They're That's like true. metal and cold. It's like stadium. You need to bring like your like bleacher. little... Yeah, you need to bring like your little there. like butt cup pillow. Yeah, thing. the butt it, pillows. So like yeah. you wait forever, the right? So, so you can either, you can either do it one way or the, either you're waiting in line... Yep. And then you get a terrible seat and you literally can't see a thing or mm-hmm. you wait in the stadium because you get like the early seating thing from the Fantasmic dinner package, which costs a fortune. And yep. then you get the privilege of sitting on the hard metal seats for, you know, 45 minutes or however long it takes before they fill all the other schmoes in. And then you're treated Schmoes. to Schmo. to like 20 minutes of watching old Disney movies projected on spraying water which makes it really hard to see them. And then that's it. You go home. But then everybody does the wave too. Yeah, it's great. Hey, all right. So we've got, we've got six minutes left. Ian, uh, festival of the holidays. Have you experienced any of it? And uh, obviously you've done. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Actually, I was going to go see him tonight. So, so actually I, 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 we were going to go see him last night, but rumor was the line. We didn't have, um, Last weekend we did uh, the dinner package. We ate at um, Crystal. Uh, sorry, Carl Reef, and so we we saw the show that way. But the rumor was the Josh Gad standby line was like insane. Um, somebody said at three o'clock, and I think the show was at four thirty. The line was already down past Italy, so mm. it was. I mean, if the down past Italy, you're not even going to get in for that show. So we would have been waiting all that time anyway. So we we blew it off. I would have liked to have seen Josh Gad, but. Uh, that ain't gonna happen. Uh, so yeah, we were we actually I went to Epcot like four times last week. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, we well we keep trying to see Guardians with the holiday soundtrack, but it's I was gonna ask about that too. It's been but... broken every time we got there to ride it. So uh, okay. we well, never mind. We didn't see it. Um, <laughs> never mind about. But that. anyway, we I, I'm hoping to maybe go this week and get on. So. It's yeah, it's look, I got to be honest with you. I'm I you know, I go back to the Epcot days when for the holidays they hung a decoration on anything that didn't move in the park and they put Just up about, that yeah. gorgeous canopy of lights that went across the you know, the, the, the bridge there between Future World and World Showcase and like it was just everything was, you know, just dazzling decorated. Yeah, it was. It was really dazzling. Um <laughs> It's it's not, it's not dazzling. It's not now. dazzling. When you walk from, so you get to the gate, and there are wreaths hanging on the ticket booths, right? And then when you walk through the turnstiles, there's a tiny display in the middle there that says like you know Epcot Festival of the Holidays, with with a one singular poinsettia. <laughs> and until you you walk all the way through, I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that I'm fair. But as far as I can remember, you can you walk all the way through and until you get to the first country, and yet not even all the countries are decorated, by the way. But when but until you get to Mexico, there are no other decorations. Wow. Oh, I mean, other than the Christmas tree, uh, 
by the way. Is it because there's just so many construction walls, so they've just kind of let future well, world you know, I mean, look like crap? World showcase isn't all that well decorated either. Like, really. I mean, there's some bows on the buildings, and that's really about it. Like, all the posts, like, along, you know, the, the World Showcase Lagoon, where the stuff, they always used to have bows and stuff hanging. Nothing. I mean, they're just bare. So it's... Uh, Keep the drunkards from stealing them. I don't know. I feel like your municipal government does a better job on, you know, going down your main street. My, my homeowners the, association. Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's like, pretty disappointing. I mean, they hype up the holidays so much and like people go, you know, it, it's pretty... I mean, it, I have to be honest. It It's pretty drab. I mean, I was... Yeah. Like, I went and I was kind of like... Eh. Now, look, we were at Magic Kingdom. Main Street still looks really pretty. You know, they yeah. have that all decorated up and everything. Do they but, do the snow anymore? Snope. It snows in Hollywood Studios, I know, because my friend just sent me a picture this afternoon of her in the snow there. It snows at Disney Springs, I know, because I was in the snow. Uh, I think it only snows on Main Street for the. I thought it was party. party though. Yeah, that I party. Yeah. Party. I, I, I used to. I've been to when it wasn't a party and we were just leaving and I was like, oh, it's snowing. That may be a thing. Maybe when. when yeah, you're I don't. If it was, I don't really remember, but that wouldn't necessarily be surprising because it's been. I don't know. I, I, I have to be honest in the time we have left. Like that, uh, I remember going during the holidays and remember making a specific, you know, uh, effort to go there. Yeah. We and go every year, the first week in December. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was well decorated. I never thought it was as much as it could have been with the exception of like the Osborne lights, obviously. Uh, no, but I, mean, I thought it, I thought it was good, but I, I kind of remember even being disappointed like 10 years ago. Thinking, well, 10 years ago, yes, for sure. It, they, yeah. they, they, they cut back on the decorations a lot maybe over I went, the last maybe 10 I years. Went too late. But before that, like when when um, when they were like only when, running like two when parts? Taylor, when Taylor was young. No, even when Taylor was young. And okay. like when I was going really in this sort of the heyday of my Disney travel, like between like – I guess the yeah. mid nineties and like the mid two thousand well, really until I guess the twins were born. So somewhere between like the mid nineties and two thousand ten, you know, there was I mean, they used to decorate. I mean, like I said, pretty much everything that didn't move in the place had a bow or a ribbon or a wreath or I mean, yeah. you know, I would I can go back and pull up pictures and uh, But we can save twenty eight cents if we don't put the bow on. Well, that here's tree. the thing that's really funny. I drive past every Bring day. Back around. Almost every day when I come home, I like if I've been out and about, I drive past the, you know, I go through backstage to get there. And there's there's a building. It's got to be, I can't oh, imagine, 200,000 square foot warehouse. And it's just, it's holiday services. Yeah. So I'm, I think to myself, like, you don't need this building to store what, you have out on the park like i know you don't there's just not that much there so they used to i toured that building actually when trish and i did the the backstage magic yeah i remember doing that, that was too, one yeah. of the things we did was tour that building yeah, and it was awesome. really and now it's just a couple rubbermaid totes with they had <laughs> it was like my garage of dollar store ribbon yeah. and some anyway i was a little i was a little disappointed but you yeah. know i mean some of it still looks um 
All right. There you go. See, somebody got me. <laughs> Jen got me. I was doing the... All right. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> and a beer in a tree. Those beers are empty, eh? Yeah, they decide they have to fill that in. The way. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we'll uh, talk to each other before the uh, end of the year. But uh, in case we don't, uh, a Merry Christmas to all, a uh, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Happy Festivus, Happy Kwanzaa. Did I miss any? I'm happy sure. Happy Diwali. Fourth no, I think it happened already. Does that happen? Okay. Happy Fourth of July. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, Valentine's. Will you let us know when your FedEx package shows up? I absolutely will. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, follow along um, in not too much longer in January uh, for uh, Run Disney. Uh, I'm doing my first yeah. marathon ever. When Ian, is, you're when welcome is to come that support. weekend? Is it the weekend uh, of the six through the night? Okay. So that's Jen and I will Somewhere. be flying home. but So we will cover the socials from... Disneyland, and oh, then yeah. it will Absolutely. go over be to fantastic. the socials from the marathon weekend. There's going to be a lot going on. Well, I got to be honest with you. I'm not doing much at all, except for focusing on that one race. That is it. Like, literally, I think I'm going to be chilling out the day before, and the day after, I don't even know if I'll be able to walk. I mean, I'm, I'm 56 years old. I won't doing my I would first be able marathon. To walk. You can rent a wheelchair for like $13 this is true. for the day. I, it's I, I could do that. And actually, I think, I think, I think in a, uh, in, in some colossal, horrible planning, uh, we're driving home the next day. So my wife may be driving home. Hey, can I add one more happy into this? Yes, yes please, please do. Happy Absolutely. And all that. Happy yeah. birthday to Melanie Bounds. Yes. Today is her birthday. Yes, oh, yeah. I hey, happy you. birthday, Melanie. Happy birthday. Pekati. Yes, yeah, happy birthday, Mel. Former podcast goddess, Melanie Bounds. Happy birthday. Uh, mermaid. Mermaid. Melanie yeah. Bounds. Yep. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap <laughs> this up. <laughs> 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> All uh, right. From thank you. From thank Canada, you. Bob yes. and Doug also represented. Yes. And from Florida and from Hilton Head Island. This yes. has been yes. the last 2022 Intercot Insider Live podcast. Thank yeah, you. Have Look a great you. holiday. Look at you rolling. <laughs> she, she's feeling empowered by Bob and Doug on the phone there. Okay, Bob That's and very Doug good. Are yeah, thanks everybody. Oh, no, now there's a commercial. No, no commercial. Hold on, I'm trying no, to shut hit the pause. Stop. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Yes. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, th appreciate your support throughout all the 25 years. Uh, and thanks for, by the way, those who came out to Intercot 25 and uh, even those who didn't, who wish they could have been there. Thanks for being part of the crew and part of the magic for the last quarter century. We appreciate that. So uh, until next time. This is John for Jen, Ian, and Carolyn. Bye now. Bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ho ho. Ho ho. Ho ho. Bye now. Oh.